Welcome to ZPM. I'm your host, Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How you been lately? I've uh, been under the weather. Yeah, you feeling any better? Um, yeah, I'm feeling better. Still coughing. So if I, you know, if I cough over this thing. Oh, just pull the mic away from your face if you're going to cough. <laughs> okay. It's been catching up on uh, Lucifer. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Is that the new stuff that's on, what, Amazon? It's on Netflix now. Oh, Netflix. Uh, yeah, it's Netflix. And season five is coming up soon. Okay. So. And it's as good as ever? I mean, it's 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 a bit weird because I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm trying to get you know familiar with everything again. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty good. They can curse now on that show. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, you know the simple S word. Oh, because yeah. like, why bother introducing all of that when you hadn't before, right? Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's my understanding there was some crossover with um, what's that uh, cri- uh, Infinite Earths thing from the CW? Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I saw the clip of him. Uh, him in the crossover with uh, Constantine. I just, I the the day before yesterday, I recorded the Last God Standing podcast, and we swear all the time on that one. Oh, okay. Well, they're up to no good, so what's the point of guarding my language? Yeah, I also saw Bad Boys Three. Oh, how was it? Better than ever. Bad yeah, in the I'm, good way. There was some like total shifts in the movie. It wasn't like very Michael Bayish, but it had had its own action. How's it compared to Bad Boys Two? Well, Bad Boys Two was a bit over the top. This one was a bit more grounded. I don't believe that about Bad Boys too. No, it was. It was a bit ground. It's a bit more grounded. But I mean, it had its little over the top moments, but not as much as Bad Boys too. It was. Was it riding a wave of nostalgia? Uh, and some things. Well, I'll be sure to probably never see it. <laughs> no, you should watch it. It's a good, you know, cop drama. You've seen Hot Fuzz. I own Hot Fuzz. That is why Bad Boys Two is the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't seen Bad Boys too. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to end up giggling about that later. Yeah, I saw it in theaters and everything, Hot Fuzz. Oh, so good. Funny story, I went with a couple of friends, and they wanted to see, uh, what was it, Disturbia? Mm-hmm. The Shia LaBeouf movie. I was like, no, nah, I have a bad feeling about that movie. Let's watch Hot Fuzz. And they were like, Hot Fuzz, really? It's like, yeah, it's the same guys who did Shaun of the Dead. And they were like, I don't know. And they watched it, and they had the best time ever. Yeah, those guys know what's what. Yeah, I didn't like the other movie, though. What, World's End? Yeah, I didn't like World's End too much. Oh, I liked it. I related hard from my, my first co- uh, college experience, where there was a lot of pub crawling, kind of. Right. I loved it. I was like, oh, man. The Cornetto Trilogy is what, what I think they call it. Yeah, because of the ice cream. The Cornetto ice cream that they eat. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. I like British candies and ice creams and things like that. Made with real chocolate and not like just 90% sugar. If I can get my hands on a Mars bar, I will do this. Well, next time my brother comes up, you know, I'll tell him. Mm. Oh, right. You have that British brother. Hey, British brother. (laughs) Get me a Mars bar, buddy. That's all you want? Just a Mars bar? No Cadbury's or anything? I mean, I don't want to monopolize his entire suitcase with like treats. (laughs) Treats I'm not supposed to be eating in the first place. True. Fair enough. But I'll take Ann Mars bar. And I don't think he can get an ice cream cone home. <laughs> okay, how has been your Stargate adventures? Uh, they've been good. I'm still watching, you know, SG-1 and here and there Atlantis. But I haven't, I haven't touched Universe yet. I oh, want to do it and then watch Universe. I don't want to watch Universe and then be like, oh, I'm so disappointed. You're going to be devastated when I end it. Because the <laughs> ending is really good. It ends in a way that... 
is fine for to never have another episode. But I mean, anything, even a one like an update or like a like a peek in through a comic book or a internet short or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can get that. Well, I don't want to spoil the second season for you. There's a couple yeah. of actors. I'm sure you could get them back and work it out. Yeah, but it's not the same, you know, with a comic book or like whatever. It's like Firefly. It's not, I mean, it's great that they have like the literature, but it's not mm-hmm. the same as the TV show. No, it's not. Well, it's definitely not the same. But the one, my favorite one of those comics was the one that is Shepard Book's backstory. Oh, yes, I have that one, I think. It's amazing. His backstory is great. I'm like, oh, what a shame they never were able to get this. And now Ron Glass is dead, of course, but so they never will. But, you know, it is what it is. Fire and Water is the episode we're doing this week. Yes, the fish episode. Do you remember this episode? I said last week that I didn't remember this at all, and that's true. I, I remember I said that all I know is that there was a big blue fish and Daniel gets kidnapped by a big blue fish. That's fairly accurate to what... What happens? <laughs> I like a mention of SG4 there. I'm like, oh, other SG teams? They're still operating? What are they doing? They're out, you know, collecting, like, sand or something. Honestly. Yeah, everybody comes back and says Daniel was dead. Yeah, they're all, like, they're, and they're all pretty, like, shaken. Yeah, like, like, it's been all, like, one big horror show for them. But then they're being, like, real, I don't know, like, PTSD-ish, I guess. But, like, they're all having, like, different reactions. <clears throat> Like, Sam keeps crying. Like, she's, yes. like, getting very teary, and Teal'c's, like, very angry. And, like, O'Neal's in denial or something, and, yeah, everybody's, like, pretty shaken. <clears throat> what? He, I, Go on. You know, but it's good. If they had wanted to take the opportunity to replace an actor, now is a great time to do yeah, that. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been a great time. <laughs> it would have been sad, people would have been disappointed, but not too disappointed. Or they could have done a whole, here's Daniel's twin brother. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? But he's got a mustache because he's a bad guy. Yeah, right. I see how it is. Uh, Hammond is a hard ass again. Again. He's just... But they're like, I think we should go back and try and at least find his body or do whatever. And Hammond's like, never! No. No. You have a job to do. We have a job to do. And we're not doing it. Because I'm Hammond. (laughs) I don't... Okay, so Teal gets the flag. I don't think Tilk should be getting that flag. Number one, Daniel wouldn't get that flag. I mean, he <laughs> works he works for the Air Force, but he's a civilian employee. Sultan. So Who? he wouldn't get the flag. He's not military. That's right. And <clears throat> I want to know which one of them had to explain morning attire to Tilk. Where he's like, <laughs> well, it's a thing with all the all black and, and, and nope, we're going to sit in a room and be sad instead. He's like, oh. Well, I'm pretty sure they had the conversation at some point. Like, hey, Teal, on our world, we have a custom where we all dress. You know, because I'm pretty sure Jafar have a ceremony, a morning ceremony. Yeah, I think they, it's more celebratory than sitting around being sad. Yeah. But he'd get, he'd get the gist, you know, that everyone's sad. You know, they're walking around all mopey. I know they're meant, they said it was awake and all this business, and I don't know if that's because... Is Daniel Jewish on some level? Because what that looked like to me was a shiva. I've sat uh, quite a few shivas in my day. His grandfather, probably? Maybe. I don't know, but it sounded to me like they're like, it's awake. Like they didn't want to have to now, after explaining our morning practices, explain how a shiva is different from awake. The very, the very different morning practices. 
practices from everyone. I think in the South, maybe they have wakes at your house still? I, I don't know. Like they waked Sookie's grandma on True Blood at the house. I don't know. I've never been to a wake at the South. Me neither. Hmm, interesting. Well, in New York's a, a special place that does a lot of special stuff that nobody else seems to be doing. <laughs> like giving cash at weddings. Yeah. That's not a thing anyone else does. <laughs> the creature, the makeup, uh, the practical effects on this is really good with that creature. Uh-huh. Like, um, he looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I guess that's what they were going for, that kind of effect. I mean, I could have looked a little bit different than that, but it's interesting that he thinks that that Daniel can just read all the cuneiform in the world. He's like, oh, you you would know. <laughs> like, you would know. Why like, would he talked about reading it from before. Like, hey, he understands this. Maybe he'll understand this. And he did read it, and the creature from the Black Lagoon really hated what he had to say. <laughs> right? He's like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did like the practical effects and everything. It was pretty good, and it did have that like air of mystery. But kept saying like this certain thing, and Daniel's like, "I don't know what you're saying. I don't understand." Oh, you he know? was super special. <laughs> they did a little too much jumping back and forth to me, where they didn't spend enough time in one spot. I, they do this a lot in the earlier episodes I've been seeing. Yeah, they're... I figured because it's TV, it's still trying to find. Then you know, the show's still trying to find itself. Yeah, like it's running between the A and the B plot, but uh, it's it's too um, broken broken up. The scenes are too short. Yeah. Because as soon as like any bit of progress is made with the creature and Daniel, it's back to Earth with Jack and but like Jack and Sam and Teal just and he's throwing a bitch fit at Hammond's car. <laughs> yeah. So I get dead. Oh, I know. He's like having... Everybody's having the memories. So if that guy's so good at blocking memories, how come just them? You know? Like, I don't know if other people had uh, regained their memories in the past, if he's pulled, like, a memory maneuver. But these three happen to be able to remember beyond the brainwashing or the implanted memories that they got. Maybe, you know, maybe the physiology was different? Their physiology is different? Maybe. Well, then you'll still ends up translating even more of the stuff. If I were him and under... Listen, if anybody threatens me with death, I will tell them whatever they want to hear. It doesn't matter. He should be like, well, what do you wish it said? Because that's what it says. Yeah, just like whatever. Be like, oh, you're looking for your wife? It says she's at like two blocks from here at the pharmacy. You should go check it out. (laughs) So like uh, the weddings and she'll be in... She went, you know, shopping. She'll be back soon in a few months. And why, so I get that the creature is trying to figure something out for the past thousand years, but why get mad at Daniel about, like, him not remembering his wife specifically from that many years ago? How, like, why are you mad at him over it? That's not, that's not for him. Because he's, he's probably projecting, and he's desperate. He's looking for, like, what happened to my wife? Get the creature some therapy. Goodness. (laughs) He goes on a little fish couch. Um, I should have made coffee, not a, not a glass of water. Back at it, see, it jumps back to SG-1 again, and, and they're going insane about their memory, and I don't know why Sam is so on board with hypnosis. Why is Sam on board with hypnosis? She's a scientist. What's she doing? <laughs> I mean, is it considered a science, though, hypnosis? No. Or is it just like a parlor trick? I don't know if it's a parlor trick or not, but, I mean, I'm not going to risk it. I don't do no. hypnosis. No. 
I've never I've never been hypnotized, so I don't know if it's effective or not. It's it's weird that she's the one that's uh, that's the one to go. If anybody's listen, I don't, I don't mean to speak ill of Jack O'Neill, but if anybody's brain is now like gonna take to it, it's his. Well, we established that he's not an idiot. <laughs> it's not that he's not an idiot. It's which he's not. It's that he has um, an un unfussed brain. Like he doesn't have a lot of like scientific problem solving modes in his brain where he's like, oh, it's time to roll out the hard science here. Where yes. Daniel and Sam do. I mean, he is special forces, so he has to know, he has to have some kind of problem solving skills. Oh, maybe it's a security threat to have Jack go under. Right? <laughs> because, I mean, if it were me giving the hypnosis, I'd be like, tell me all the secrets about aliens in Area 51. and Tell me everything. <laughs> What'd you see? Honestly. And so after that, they flip back to... Nope, hypnosis came later. See, that's what I mean. Like, it flips back and forth so fast that my notes are very scattered. Very scattered. Back at the Creature of the Black Lagoon, uh, Daniel asks him to put the mind meld on him. The mind did. <laughs> and he's like, but and that'll he, kill you. I'm like, oh, now you're sympathetic? asking him, like, what who, What happened to... What, what's her name? Amaroka? Yeah. Name, I think. Amarosa, you know. Yeah, I'm Amarosa. <laughs> she went to work for Trump. <laughs> mm. For like two seconds, and she was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> right? Okay, so Daniel gets on the table, and he is acting for the gods. I can't... He, if he wasn't pitching for an Emmy on that performance, I just don't even know what to say. Oh, and he's like borderline tears. Oh my god, screaming and, and all this business. He is burning that house to the ground with all that acting. Capital A, acting. Right. It cracked chewing me up. up. <laughs> He's chewing up that scenery. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'll see in later seasons if anybody else is going to even come close to this level of drama. Right. Oh my god, listening to those seascapes worked on Teal, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Because it bounced back. Right before they take uh, salmon for hypnosis, they're like, these seascapes will help you calm down. And they're like, this is all crap. Don't give me this crap. And Teal's <laughs> like, it's working. <laughs> I hope he keeps up with seascapes for like ever. Like he gets the alarm clock where it just is nature sounds. Yeah, he gets <laughs> he gets like a, a CD at the, at the time with like white noise. Oh, if Sam was in hypnosis, her eyes wouldn't have been open either. Somehow, in the recesses of Daniel's memories, he remembers the creature from the Black Lagoon's wife getting killed by a go-old. Yeah, I never understood. Yeah, that part always confused me. Like, how does he remember? Like, I think he read an old story. Like, he was, like, leafing through some old cuneiform <laughs> shit. He was like, grocery list, grocery list. Oh, that's interesting. That lady died, I guess. Grocery list, grocery list. <laughs> It kind of shows that everybody was fighting the ghoul at the time. It's weird and that that would be in his win. memory. It's weird that it's in his memory, and it's weird that the creature knew that he would know. Yeah, they never really went into that. Like, how the hell do you know? Just because he can read it doesn't mean he knows what's what. And he couldn't like, work it out in 4,000 years. He's not like, huh, there might be hope. Right? <laughs> what are you talking about? I guess, I guess time is different when you're under the sea. Maybe, or you're like, damn near immortal because you're 4,000 years old what do you, what yeah. do you mean you're like maybe she 
It's a really long line at the grocery store. Like, you didn't think to go look for her? Mm. Like, hey, I wonder what happened. You, too, have a Stargate, mate. You could definitely go at any time. She was supposed to be back, like, 2,000 years ago. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, the creature brings Daniel back to meet up with SG-1, which is mighty nice of him. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to. And they're just like, oh, okay. And they're bonding over their lost love of Share. <laughs> Share, his wife. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I really, it turns out that I really liked this episode. That's where the episode ends. It just like fades to black where they're standing on a beach being like, maybe you will find Share. I'm like, he won't, but it's okay that you think so. He won't? <laughs> certainly not. Almost certainly not. You should have been on that team and just been like the realist, like, he won't. Like, Daniel, you gotta move on, man. It's not you know happening. Big, you know how big the galaxy is? You gotta find her. And she's probably been through, I don't know, some mild amount of damage, I'd expect. Some some kind of serious trauma. You know, having a ghoul, like, implanted in you, that, that'll give you some issues. Right. Mm, that's for down the line. So, what would, um... I know this episode seems, like, a little short, but, um... There's only so much you can say about filler episodes. I mean, I'd give it like a three. Because it, it was kind of filler, but kind of not really. I mean, it's super filler to me. Like, yeah. I'm like, this doesn't progress the the big bad in any way. You don't see Apophis. You don't see any gold. Find out that gold were like on the earth for like centuries and there were people fighting them or creatures or fish people or whatever. Well, we Find knew it. that they were on earth from even the movie. But they only they only went over uh, what was it Egypt though they never did like the other cultures. Well, they eventually get to the other cultures, because that's what what the Minoan people are, and they just picked them up and plopped them down on a different planet. Plopped them down on some planet, like here, go go ahead. Right. Uh, I also gave it the th the three stars. Um, practical makeup was very good. I thought the writing was good, uh, but I thought maybe uh, less back and forth between scenes and uh acting yeah. yo so much so much acting, acting was, wasn't as it wasn't as emotional as say like a couple episodes back with uh jack and you know uh electric jack and his son <laughs> oh my god no that's heart-wrenching this wasn't right? very heart-wrenching at all it was just it wasn't very emotional that one was oh my god you know oh my god it was daniel acting for like his golden globe <laughs> that he definitely didn't get but boy did he put it out there yeah oh my god i'm sorry and he starts crying you know it's a funny thing to think about <laughs> this is so ridiculous this show is at this point on showtime it is on a paid for premium cable channel mm -hmm. and they it does not feel like it is different from what they eventually will be showing on sci-fi channel no because i don't think I mean, I don't think they had much faith in the show, even though it went on for a couple of seasons. It went on for five. That's a long time. No, but you know, I mean, it was the same. It was. Just, I think it's the same people that did Outer Limits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's catered to those people that are like, hey, here's a sci-fi show. You know, we don't think it's going to be that big, so we're only going to do a couple of seasons. Mm, maybe. Who remembers like the movie at the time? Who remembered the movie Stargate? Oh, I don't know. Well, people, because. Showtime was like, you're greenlit. And that's before they used to greenlit. They didn't greenlight, like, anything. This is one of the first uh, Cablevision shows, like, uh, on one of the premium movie channels, right? Yeah. 
I just don't think they knew that what they could do. Like HBO changed that game. I think they took a risk and they didn't realize how big it was. By that time, it was like, oh, okay, all right. I think HBO changed the game with that kind of thing. I don't think they really understood that they could. I mean, they did because you get nudity in that first episode and... But they never resort to swearing or ultraviolence or anything like that. Maybe they're trying to not be HBO and, Cinem- and Cinemax, I guess. I guess. Or maybe they didn't know they were allowed to just keep doing that for the entirety of the season. It could have been the boob show the entire time. <laughs> you have to time... If you go through the Stargate, you just come out naked at the other end. Nothing we can do. <laughs> that's That's some crazy crap that I feel like HBO would pull. Like, why do all these cultures, why are all the women, like, you know, braless? What's going on? There are no bras in space, as per George Lucas. <laughs> uh, I'll remember that. <laughs> uh, do you consider... No, I'm saying, I'm just piggyback on what you said, Daniel. I forgot he said, I remember that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you consider this mandatory viewing? Mm, not really. No, nah, me neither. I'm like, ah. I mean, even though I really ended up liking it, it's definitely skippable. Like, you're not going to... It's, it's good filler. Yeah, you're not going to not know what the next plot point is by missing it. You're not going to be like, oh, I wonder if Daniel's ever been tortured for memories. <laughs> or if oh. he's ever been under the sea. On, uh, when they give the the flag to Teal, not only does Daniel not get a flag because he's not military... But I don't think Teal should get that flag, because literally in the previous episode, they were like, "We have to save Teal," and Daniel was like, "And Daniel's like, do we?" I mean, he's a good guy. I mean, I know he. I know he means well. I mean, it was like, wife or Teal? Who's he gonna pick? He's gonna pick his wife. I get it, but I mean, so why are you giving the flag? Of the dead guy who most certainly would kill you to get his wife back, hundred percent. He had no, he had no problem. Me like, oh, we leave him here. He's like, well, you win some, you lose some, right? Get my wife back, please. I mean, he has, he has a goal. He can survive, right? May live a long time. Even in like the Thor's hammer thing, he was like, still though, he's new. I mean, he just got here. <laughs> It's like, new guys die all the time. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> He's pretty heartless in the beginning. It doesn't... I'm sure... I don't know if it was meant to come across that way, but it... Because I didn't pick up on it when I watched it the first go-around. Well, I think the whole the whole theme of the first season is like, he's obsessed with fire. Well, probably they were trying to do it the whole show is that he's obsessed with only finding his wife. Mm. Yeah, that lasts for a long time. Too long, in my opinion. Get rid of that wife. <laughs> Get rid of her. I mean... You know, what are you going to do? She's a go-old queen now. There's nothing... Sorry about it. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. Okay, so, the preview. I went and watched the preview for the next episode. It's Hathor. Oh, I like that one. Anyway, Hathor. Hathor, I remember that one a lot. What yeah, do... that one was a pretty good one. What do you remember about it? I remember... What do I remember? I remember just this woman that everyone's talking to. Mm-hmm. And they're being really nice. And, like... All the men were, like, mesmerized by her. Tell whoever that is to get lost. <laughs> nah, you don't gotta do that. Alright, no, I'm going to. Nah, you, well, don't be mean about it. Well, I can't, I can't tell, you know, hold on. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so what do you remember about Hathor? I remember her sitting in a tub, and there were a whole bunch of ghouls around her, and all the men were like mesmerized, and all the and Carter was just like, what the hell? What, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember that. I remember the the men going wild, but the women wouldn't go wild. And I do remember her sitting in the bath and being like the hottest gold that'll ever be on the show. Yeah. Uh, the hottest lady gold, because Ball, when he comes in, that guy is perfection. That guy's uh, the most perfect thing on earth. Bones? Yes. It was always one of my favorite episodes. Uh, I don't really remember a lot about like the plot or how she gets there or how it resolves itself, if at all. I remember how they fought. I do remember how they fought. Well, spoilers. Don't tell anybody. Uh, no, I'm just saying. I remember. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them. I'm not going to say anything. And that's it, really. Next week, we're going to watch Hathor. What, um, you got anything you'd like to add? Maybe you should watch A Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple episodes of that. It was quite funny. Yeah, it's a re- no, it's a really good show. It's like, it starts off kind of, you know, weird, but then... Once you get to know all the characters and stuff, it's actually a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent. Uh, yeah, I like all those actors, so I'm sure I would love it. I will plug my other podcast, uh, Last God Standing, where I rate and review all the gods and goddesses. And we're in the middle of Greek mythology right now. We just put up an episode about Aphrodite, the goddess. Yeah, I just heard it. It's good, pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have a lot more swears on that one. <laughs> I see. I heard. Well, they get up to some behavior, you know? Well, you know, they're gods. They think they're better than everybody. <laughs> Aren't they? That's their, <laughs> that's their deal. Uh, you can check that out at Podbean, just like we are at Podbean. Uh, it's lastgodstanding.podbean.com, so go check that out. And you can find us on Facebook, ZPM. A Stargate podcast. And at Gmail, it's zpmstargate at gmail.com. And Podbean is zpmstargate.podbean.com. Find us yeah. on our socials. Reach out. We'd love to hear so from many, you. I said so many dot coms. <laughs> I know. There's a lot. There's a lot of socials to keep up with. I don't have like TikTok or Snapchat or anything like that. But, you know, I manage. You don't have TikTok? No, I have TikTok. I just don't use it. <laughs> Are you not making music videos? No. No, who wants to see this <laughs> daft old face? Nobody. <laughs> I don't have time for new Vine. It's just new Vine. No? New Vine? Vine 2.0? Yes, seriously. I, I looked at it. I saw what was going on. I'm like, oh, I get it. I guess you Snapchat. I get it. I don't care. I'm not doing it. I'm coming. Am I on Snapchat? I don't think I'm on Snapchat. I'm too old for that stuff. I am. The only person I ever interacted with was my sister-in-law. Because, I don't know, I just didn't see the point. I'm like, just text me. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Just text. Well, yeah, because, like, the messages go away. That's the point of it. And yeah. uh, I'm like, well, I can delete my texts. So, or keep them forever. I don't need... Don't tell. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me how to live Snapchat. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. So we're not on Snapchat. We're not on TikTok. But feel free to reach out, like, and subscribe. We're on the iTunes. Uh, And until next week, we'll see you later. Bye.